And now, on with the show. Is the creator. The man behind the monkey. Monkey Bone is his creation. I love your way. <laughs> Stu was about to have it all until it all came crashing down. No! <laughs> From the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hello? Am I dead? <laughs> comes the story of a man whose imagination brought a monkey to life. This is living. Hey! Get your fat butt out of my face. And a monkey. We've got big plans for that body of yours. Who wanted a life of his own. If it screams, <laughs> if it swings, ooga, ooga, da, 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 da. it's got to be <laughs> drinks for everybody. Monkey Bone, 20th Century Fox presents Brendan Fraser, Bridget Fonda. The woman I love is living with a little monkey that looks like me. Dive, dive, dive! <laughs> what a lucky girl. Monkey Bone. Sorry, Kitty. Be right back after I choke my monkey! Where's the lawyer? Where were you on the night of the murder? Where were you? You were at that Royal Forbes! I didn't write that woman. Didn't you? Tell the jury how we're, uh, tell the jury that you're innocent! We got a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry, I'm going to prove you, but I should have You still fucked up, though. Sean's supposed to do I it. I can't do it. I don't even know. He's got the voice. Do the voice. For the revenge of the night yeah, before the dudes yeah. that happened one time. Welcome to the last See? week of um, Nightmare <laughs> Before. What the fuck you're It's Monkey Mouth. It's Planet of the April. Planet of the April. This week, it's Monkey Bone, starring... Brendan Fraser and uh, Terry Gilliam, David Lynch, children's cartoon nightmare about reincarnation, starring Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi as Nicholas Totoro as a monkey, Pierre and Henry Fonda's daughter, Bridget, and Rose McGowan as Titty. It's a, it's a cross between Kitty and Titty. I get it. It's good. Uh, hi, everybody. She had a mouse. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mole. Uh, welcome to Mole Radio. Mole Hole Radio. Movie the Podcast. That's right. Movie the Podcast. No, welcome to, welcome to Mole Hole Radio's Analog 
page analog <laughs> analog noises no, for, for iPads. Analog pages for books. The podcast. Yeah, analog pages for books. Wait, would this be digital? No, we right. just like analog pages for books. We like to say hi, everybody. Bye. It's Mohole Radio. We're at uh, three quarters uh, uh, power this yeah, week. Three quarters steam. Uh, Alex not with us because he's banging his dad or something. I don't know. Oh my god, he's still with us. <laughs> Unlike what Sean told my son earlier, he's still with us. I yeah. We're all a little sore that uh, Gogs' son likes Alec the best yeah. and doesn't, like, you know how... When Not tonight, tonight you get a new favorite uncle. <laughs> when you're older, you learn to, like, keep those opinions to yourself, but when you're very young... Oh, you're you just, raw and cut. Oh, yeah. No, you're like that all the time. I go to your house and like, well, I like Gogs better. I'm like, okay, well... Well, that's true. Well, well first <laughs> of all... Say hello. That part's not true. I, I, I always do say I like Alec the best, oh. so, yeah. Uh, but it's anyway. funny because he doesn't like any of us. I know he's so, <laughs> but that's why. Yeah, like I want to, you know, I want to impress him. Yeah, break down that ice wall. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no challenge here. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. That's why it's like, eh, yeah, you, can get, you can get that one ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the different- fond is married to Danny Elfman. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Their music, their wedding must have been weird. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's all that annoying. It's just the Batman. It's the Batman. <laughs> No, it was that newish one that they put in the Justice League movie. Ugh. Ugh, gross. Uh, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, we watched Monkey Bone this week. Yeah. It was my pick. Yeah. 2001's Monkey Bone. Yeah. I was going I was going to be a dick and go against what I said the very be- at the very beginning of this month and pick Iron Monkey, yeah. the Donnie Yen vehicle, which is a great which movie. Is the movie I saw in video before it came out in the theater. Same. <laughs> Actually, it was weird is when because Tarantino put the videotape out. Exactly, you could rent that in, in Blockbuster yeah. when it was in the theater. I was like, that is so strange. Uh, but anyway, that's good. And now movie. Blockbuster don't exist no more. No. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we watched Monkey Bone, which uh, I think we're all very pleasantly surprised with. Yeah. Uh, we'll attempt to talk about it later. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. We'll walk you through it. Uh, well, let's get into what we always get into. What did y'all watch this week? Uh, oh, Alex, oh, oh, stop the show. It's oh. over. Uh, Gogs, what did you watch this week? Uh, I watched. Uh, what did I watch? P.S. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched One Thing with Sean. Ooh, one Thing? One Thing? Did I watch anything else? Mm, I that might just been. How am I supposed to know? Fuck. I watched Cars 3, but no one cares about that. Oh, good lord. <laughs> they made a 3? Yeah, it was it was it was the creed to Rocky's Cars One. Excuses. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Um, but how was Planes? Have you watched Planes? I've not watched yet? Planes yet. That's a shame. Uh, n- shit. No, I think the only thing I watched was with Sean. So I'll wait till we can double team that one. If right. I think of anything else, I'll just jump in and stomp on it. Sean, else. did you watch anything else besides the thing that twenty you minutes of Valerian? <laughs> and Yikes! I tapped out. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I told you. It's real bad. I watched the whole thing. I did watch something. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You should be. Go ahead. I watched Iron Giant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd you die? For the first time. For the first time. It's a great movie. That movie is wonderful. Yeah. Like, I am blown I, away. I, I am literally, like, shocked that you haven't seen that before. Because yeah. that, that is definitely in the, like... Nerd movie oeuvre, yeah. like I feel like most people have seen that movie. Oh, I know you guys. Hold, I know you, all of you held it in high regard. I, I just like, it, like I, I never really I like it a lot. Drove. I just figured it was like the animated version of that George Mirasam vehicle, so I wasn't gonna. <laughs> the Iron My Giant. Iron My Giant. Oh, do you know that was supposed to be Andre the Giant? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sad. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like, like 
Maybe it's Vin Diesel's second best role ever. What's, like, what's his first? I don't know. Groot. Oh, I don't even. Care. Or or uh, Adrian Caparza. Yeah, yeah, Adrian Caparza. Yeah, yeah, Adrian Caparza. Yeah, movie for two minutes. Yeah, but it's still a good role for him. He's better in Saving Private Ryan than he is in Boiler Room. Yeah, yeah, Boiler Room's great. Yeah. Anywho, is it great? Is it? Is it? We can find more of it, but man, Iron Giant. Iron Giant's very good. But I watched it with my son, and I didn't know how it was going to end. So then we're both kind of fucked up. Yeah. Because he's like, because, spoiler alert, for the other person who hasn't seen Iron Giant that isn't me, uh, at the very end, they decide to, uh, Shooter McGavin decides to nuke Iron Giant in the middle of this town in Maine. Yeah. And so Iron Giant just does the ultimate sacrifice move and goes to, like, save, which is, like, fucking destroys me. Yeah. And like my son is crying, he's like, "This is not a very nice movie." Like a piece of shit. Yeah, and then he like explodes up there, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" He's like, "Is the giant coming back?" I was like, "No, buddy, he lives in space now." He comes, he's coming back. His head yeah. comes back. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, oh. I didn't know that, so yeah. I gotta try and. What fucking... you should did like we do to you when he said something. He's like, "Watch the rest of the fucking movie." I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. Teach him that now. <laughs> Teach that shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. So, is that man bad? I don't know. It just started. <laughs> it's like uh, that's Brad Bird, right? Yeah, yeah it's also Harry Connick Jr.'s best performance. Who directed uh, maybe Jennifer Aniston's as Dean, the asexual junkyard owner? Uh, Brad Bird directed uh, John Carter, which we yeah. all really liked. And Ghost Probes. and Ghost Pro. I was forget he did that. Yeah. Ghost Probes is really good. And Tomorrowland, which everybody hates, and I'm not. I am it. one of the people that hates that movie. Never seen it. It's uh, all you got to do if you want to know why Tomorrowland sucks. Just go to YouTube and Google Tomorrowland ending, and like the whole villain plot is so pretentious. Was it just a pig's fart? No, it, it's even worse than that. You gotta watch it. It's fucking like it's just so up its own ass. I, really? I can't stand it. Well, Iron Giant was wonderful. Yeah, it's great. So if if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's very good. So that's it. That's what I'm, I watched that plus the thing with Sean. So I'm sorry. All right, Sean, you watched 20 minutes of Valerian, which you loved. Uh. <laughs> So flat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I told you. I mean, fucking. Uh, what's his name? Dane, Dane Holland makes DJ Qualls look butch. I mean, <laughs> he is like such a frail, wafy man. And like, I'm sorry, but that's the only role he should get is like pasty weirdo. Well, yeah, he should not be well, intergalactic superhero. Well, he's supposed to be like a Han Solo character yeah. in the movie, and no, no, he looks like a boy. Yeah, the boy, and it's the boy and his. Lady clone. Yeah, who looks like his sister. Yeah, they look like eugenics experiment, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like this movie, they go to a planet so they can go to a digital market where they're moving around a physical space. It's like, why didn't they just make the market on the planet? And I'm just like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sitting around for the other... If, you, if this is what you got for the first 20 minutes, I'm oh, sitting around for the other two hours. Going. Well, and that scene goes on. Yeah, and I know. On and on and on and on. Oh, yeah. John Goodman's in it? Oh, you saw up to that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, it's real bad. What is the plot of Valerian? Don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's about Basson is a hack. It's about it's about this planet that had these aliens that had like space uh, pearls that that these little creatures pooped out that like are more the most powerful thing in the galaxy. But then humans like blew up the planet, and then they come back, and that's the movie. What's the movie with um with Magic Mike? It's like a space pirate oh, chicken. That's, uh, Jupiter that's Jupiter Ascending. That movie's He's, great. Uh, is that movie good? No, it's not good cow. at all. But it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Michael Bean is a bee. 
No, uh, what's his name? Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Why do I always call him Michael Bean? I, I get him mixed up. I'm Neither smashing. Remember, the bees react to uh, royalty. Mila Kunis because she's a queen. She's a space queen. Royalty. Yeah. She's the reincarnation of the space queen. So she got that jelly. It's absurd. Like it's. Yeah. It's a movie that they wrote like a, it was like a 600 page script. Yeah. They, they originally pitched into two hours. They originally pitched it as three movies. And they could only get funding for one, so they just took the whole thing and just mangled it into one movie. And you can tell when you're watching because you're Redman like, "Man is like the first person to give to win a best actor and then give the worst performance <laughs> in cinema history immediately afterwards." That guy sucks. He's talking like this. Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, it's it's. I've never seen any of his films, but I'm pretty sure he's awful. You've never seen any of his films, but you're convinced he sucks. <laughs> Interesting opinion. <laughs> it's like, a hot take. I at least watched that stupid Stephen Hawking movie. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Why? How was he as Doctor Speaking? Because it was spell? nominated for an Oscar. You know, I watch all the Ooh, fucking Oscar oh, movies. Oh, oh, oh. Or at least I did up until this year. I think I, st- I still haven't seen Lady Bird. Did you see Hog? No. <laughs> Does Hog work? I I assume it's Hog. Does Hog have its own little speaking spell? That'd be cool. Why did your dick talk normally? I don't know. God just <laughs> probably does. I correct. <laughs> oh, mine would never say that. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, no, I watched something with Gogs. All right, we'll table that. I only watched. Well, I watched one and a half things since Alec last week. Incorporated this thing where he just starts throwing out stuff that he watched that has nothing to do with stuff. <laughs> we all watched the Venom trailer. Can we please talk about? I the didn't Venom? watch the trailer. I just oh, saw the still. You watched it, right? Oh yeah. All right. Well, you saw the still. I did. That looks like trash. So it you does. can. That trailer looks fucking terrible, and it looks like '90s movie bad. Did they just make it just to keep the rights to the characters? It like, feels <laughs> like it. I can tell you that. Remember when that first teaser came out and. It was just Tom Hardy, and yeah. everybody's like, why didn't they show Venom? Now I know why. It looks legitimately like Spawn. It looks like... <laughs> it looks like it looks like Prototype. Like, it's literally like, uh, he just has, like, tendrils That is a point of reference for you. It is. But the trail... He's but right, tendrils though. Tendrils flying around. It looks awful. Like, just shooting out of... I hate uh, to say it. Tom Hardy. Because I love Tom Hardy more than I love myself. Well, that's... that's Tom Hardy? Well, no, he was... I was going to say, has he been in a shitty movie? But he was in that, um... Spy vs. Spy? Yeah, that movie with uh, Chris Pine where they're fighting... What was like, that These called? two guys are going to fight over Reese Witherspoon. Come and they called Spy It'd be better if they just, just fucked each fucked other. Each other. <laughs> like, she was trying to fuck both of them, but they wanted to get with each other, so she has to create a series of lavish traps and what super terrorists. What was that movie called? it actually called Spy vs. Spy? No. I need to see that movie Legend where it's two Tom Hardy's. Yeah. I do want to see that. I heard that's good. Um, uh, other, no than, Hardy. other than... I mean, he was in that Russian movie that we watched that wasn't very good. He was good. great in that movie. Yeah. But the movie wasn't very no, good. The first oh, half of it was good. Yeah. What's his name was really good. I already forgot movie, the title of that. What the hell is... Uh, oh, Joel Kinnerman. Yeah. yeah, but he's good in uh, Altered Carbon. Yeah. yeah, but he's not good in Robocop. Correct. And he's not good yeah. in Suicide Squad. Correct. I don't think anyone. I mean, I, I, it, that's not his fault. But Katana's good in it. She's got my back. <laughs> her blade traps the soul of her enemies. Why anyway? <laughs> why are you telling us this in the helicopter? Yeah. Anyway, here's Wonder Woman. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that Venom trailer. I can't get over how bad it looks. Like, and what is the premise of the movie based on the trailer? <clears throat> there's like uh, I. I it, 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 like Does the, it have anything to do with the movie Life? Because I remember you said they were talking about it being like a backdoor. There's people that still say there's yeah. there's Easter eggs, but I haven't gone any deeper into that. What's her name? Can't say symbiote. Yeah, Jenny, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate saying symbiote. Yeah, 
But whatever. But like it looks She's like cute. it's Eddie Brock is some sort of wacky. The trailer sets it up that there's some sort of villain dude who has got the symbiote yeah, somehow. Yeah, got it somehow. He's and like, then Jenny Slate's part of a symbiote resistance force that now Eddie Brock... What? Yeah. Eddie Brock has now been slathered with it, and then is they try to... Slathered? <laughs> <laughs> Let me put you a nice coat of symbiote. <laughs> don't Roll spread, they smear. <laughs> but then they get Nathan Lane put it on with a butter knife. <laughs> but then you get up. Slathered! <laughs> There you go. You gotta get a nice coat and uh, some yeah, there. So I said, "Oh my ass, not on my ass." So, uh, <laughs> so then he's like, "There's like scenes in the trailer where he and the symbiote are having conversations about who's in charge." Yeah. And then at some point, the venom thing shows up with oh, so many teeth. It just the vet when he does like the full transformation into venom, it looks horrendous. With, but that fit with the googly eyes is pretty awesome. Yeah, have you seen the gif of the googly eyes? <laughs> no. Did I send that to you? Yeah, send it to Costco. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just had to talk about that real quick. I only watched one other uh, actual film, one, actual entire film. I watched the movie that I have heard about literally for years. Citizen King. No, Godfather. I watch that all the time. Godfather Two. I one that I hadn't seen. Not that Godfather, Godfather Three. Two. I've seen that. Uh, I still, I still think uh, Anthony, listener Anthony, will get a kick out of this. I still think he had the greatest thing to ever do with uh, Godfather Three. So in your DVD, your DVD or Blu-ray case, you take out Godfather Three and you replace it with Jaws, and then it makes the ultimate trilogy. <laughs> you just take the Godfather, throw it in the trash, put Jaws in its place. You're good to go. Good, you're done. That's so perfect. Uh, and, and it actually is that way. Oh, on my trailers. Did you end up watching the 2001 restored trailer? I did. It looks amazing. Yeah. What's up with that 4K gem? Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's what? It's the straw that broke the TJ's buying a 4K Blu-rayer back. Yeah, um, they they took the original original print, the original negative, and struck a print off of it. And didn't touch anything. Didn't color looks, correct it. Didn't do anything. Get the whole cast so back and just reshoot the whole banger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they reshot. It. <laughs> they brought people back to like life. Van Zandt's, uh, <laughs> 2001. Um, but anyway, I watched one movie that I've heard as a as a, like a horror hound as I am. I've heard for years and I've never watched it. Also a poon hound. That's certainly not what I am. I mean, I like it, but I don't... Poon hound would imply that I get it. And poon hound. I thought poon hound would you chased it. Oh, uh, well, I don't even chase it. Nah. Nah. Fair. So, no. <laughs> then you really could go, go... Yeah, I'm not. I'm just a pervert. Like a poon gawker. <laughs> Sounds like some terrible oh, Star Wars villain. He's a poon Did you guys? I'm sorry. I, I'll get into my movie real quick. But I was watching. I think it was Red Letter Media. They're making fun of the promotional shit for Solo. No. And there's a villain that's legitimately just like a big lobster, and his name's like bad guy, like Clamo or something. Like it, 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 it literally looks like a crab person. Okay. I was like. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And, like, I thought they were joking, and then they showed, like, the promotional image of it, and it's just, like, this guy with pinchers. It's like, what the fuck? So the Dread Lobster. Yeah. What the fuck am I looking at? Wally, what's going on with you? <laughs> I think my body's rejecting the claws. Cut it out. I think that's what he's found. Yeah. Anyway, I watched a movie called Society. Have you guys ever heard yeah. of this? Negative. Have you seen it? No. So it's on Amazon Prime if anybody wants to check it out. It's, it's a movie I've heard of forever. Yeah, and about it, it's it was one of the uh, notorious video nasties. It's a, a list yeah. that I've mentioned before. Yeah, the video nasties like Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Farat, and a bunch of other movies. So Society is like kind of a movie that I half love because it's like really bad. Like it's 
It's um, like Mighty Peking. Like if you go back to a, uh, one of our older episodes, Sean and I reviewed Sleepaway Camp. We did I believe it's somebody's request? It is the first movie we ever reviewed. Right. Yeah. Well, you remember how that movie was like structured and it's like really goofy and written poorly and kind of hilarious yeah. by how bad it's written. That's what this is, and it's very uh, a piece of its time, like very very super eighties. And then underneath of it all. I love that. <laughs> um, underneath of it all, there's this weird like sex cult thing. So you you follow the story of this this kid who's like the star football or a basketball player at his high school, and his parents and his sister are these well-to-do rich people, and they live out in like Beverly Hills, I think. Anyway, then as you this is a story all about how the <laughs> no. his life got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> no, that's Bel Air. No. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> um, but as you go, there's, like, this weird, like, subplot. There's this weird, like, sex cult happening. And then it's implied that, like, their parents are fucking the sister. And then everybody in town is fucking each other. And I think his name's Billy or something. It's, like, Billy or Johnny. Billy yeah. Basketball. He's, he's like, not in on it. He's trying to discover it. So by the end of the movie... So the movie's not good at yeah. all. But the last ten minutes are so insane that it almost makes the rest of the movie worth watching. They literally are, like timeless, like, demons or something that, like, have these big orgies where they eat people but turn into, like, big piles of flesh goo. It's insane. Like, I I, I can't even do it. Cronenberg? It's very Cronenberg-y. But, like, literally, like, they're, when I say that they're, like, formless, like, they're just these goo monsters. We should open up a restaurant called Cronenburgers and just serve them with (laughs) disgusting sandwiches. Just a pile of formless meat. It's not like a a chicken skin sandwich. (laughs) Fry that bitch up. Uh, No. It's just... It's just just boiled. Boiled chicken skin sandwich. Oh, God. It's so good. Even boil the bun. I saw something on Facebook the other day. It was like clear potato chips. You could put those on. Crystal gravy. It's gross. But uh, (laughs) this movie is so... From clear potatoes. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll send you the video. So no, they they somehow they treated the potato. It was regular potatoes, but the way that they they made the potatoes like translucent. Just class. Anyway, <laughs> society is not a very good movie, but like I cannot say that I've ever seen anything like the ending sequence of this fucking movie. Because like what happens is, is that you find out that the secret society is. All, well, first, the the kid, the, the main character, is like, you alien freaks. And they're like, no, no, we're not aliens. We've been here as long as you. Full time with right. time. So, like, I guess they're like, yeah. There's a, literally a scene where the dad is, like, his own asshole. <laughs> like, I, I'm not, it's insane. Message. Um, but, yeah, and they're, they're, like, goo people, like, fucking and eating each other. It's nuts. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it's, but it's it literally... It's all that one scene. It's like it's, it's David Lynch's Caligula. It's no. the only. It's the only thing that people remember. And it's the only reason why anybody cares because the rest of the movie is pretty boring. Like there's really nothing going on. They actually put that on the cover of One Virgin. Um, and it's also a movie that got shelved for a really long time. Yeah. Oh, and the other weird uh, PS to that story is the same guy who directed that directed Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh shit! Um, oh, this is a pretty cool poster. <sighs> yeah, I dig that poster. That's based on a yeah. Dali. Uh, Dali. Lottie Dali. Now, the weird thing is about society is I could see a remake and it could be really good. I yeah. would just. Because I like the whole idea of this, like, weird. Like. 
like a horror movie that's about this weird sexual society. They don't really like get into it fully. Like I would take out the weird demon puddle of of like weird flesh thing and just keep going with the sexual stuff because I think like there's not a lot of horror movies that delve into like sexuality like, besides like Clive Barker stuff. Yeah. I think like that is genuinely scary to people because they is. don't. They're not. It's like I always talk about. It follows just like the, her yeah, naked that's a good, that's dad a, on the roof is that's like a, fucking terrifying. That's a good example. But anyway, yeah. society is interesting. It's on Prime. It's definitely worth a Prime like get just just get the general idea and then just watch the end yeah. of it. Uh, that's all I watched. So what did you two guys watch? Oops. We went to the Charles and uh, the Charles. We had moderate to terrible crepes. I like mine. No, it's meh. Fair. Yeah. Damn. Uh, take that. Creeps. You, you're burnt. What is the name of that Eat place? a dick, Sophie's Crepes. Sophie's Not on my account. Burnt. Burnt. Was Sophie's Crepes. More like Sophie's Crap. Oh. Apparently Lost City Diner is no mode. Yeah, that sucks. Did it close down? Cog said it did. According oh. to the internet, it's permanently closed. Uh, Their service was really bad. Yeah. Good veggie burgers, though. I like the food. People are still in there waiting for food. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, we saw... Uh, Amazon Studios is... You were never really here. Oh, Amazon. Amazon so, cleaning up with the art house independent movies. Right, so that means yeah. it'll be out on Amazon Prime then pretty Correct. soon. Yeah. Because okay. I think this movie's only released in like eight theaters across the country. Yeah. There's there's and the theater was not particularly packed. I really yeah. want to see it. Tell me what it's about. So the at first well At first you don't really know. You don't really know. If first, well you're introduced to uh uh Joaquin Phoenix's character and he is a heavy, basically. Like he, people Hire him to do dirty, like to, to, he's a hitman. He does okay. dirt. You and think? You, well, you you gather yeah. almost immediately, but you don't really know what's going on. They kind of lead you one way, and then you find out. And this isn't a spoiler or anything. You find out that he is basically a hitman for recovering stolen, lost, or exploited. Kids, basically. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Okay. So, like, his first mission was the first mission you're introduced to him on is he's basically just completed saving some girl, and then you see the aftermath of that, like later on. You find but first, the way he lead it is that he killed this girl, right? Like, because it looks like he's got a trophy and he's yeah. like, cleaning up a bloody hammer. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh fuck, is this gonna be? Am I, am I have to follow around a child murderer who's either gonna make a turn? Like, I can't deal. I don't can't deal with that. Right. Yeah. Like, it's confrontational from Jump Street, and then. Basically, so you meet him, the, the movie sets up its rules pretty quickly, and then he gets, basically, assignment number two goes fucking pear-shaped, and then he's caught into this, like, Sin City-esque web of intrigue. Huh. Because all of a sudden, it seems like the movie's gonna end, much like this movie, about half an hour in, you're like, so where's it gonna go from here? Right. And then... One thing to, without spoiling it, he has, like, severe PTSD. Yeah. And, like, kind of the way it's portrayed is really affecting. So, like, we talked about it at the movie. They uh, The movie's hyper-violent, but you never really see the act of the violence. It it's always all implied. It's like, it's but you see the results. So it's like Henry Porter is serious. Yeah, but it's like the results are all fucking disgusting. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, a commentary on how we consume media or right. something. Like, So the only times you ever actually see violence, like, ever actually see the act happening is through a filter. Mm-hmm. It's either through a security camera. They do a really cool like security camera. They do, bit. They do this one where they're cutting around. Mm-hmm. He's basically working his way through a. But building. it's like on the camera, normal camera rotation, so you only see him as he uh, gets to cool. that camera. Somebody but like, there's a, somebody there's, been playing Manhunter. But there's music behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But then the music jumps, so you can tell when there's a time jump, like it'll huh. skip back or it'll skip forward. That sounds cool. 
And then the only other time you see violence, you see violence then, sort of. You see violence in a mirror one time, and then you see violence sort of blurred as like a ref- like kind of like over someone's shoulders, sort of a. You observe other people observing violence right. more than you actually see it. Right. And then you're kind of just left to figure out how we got here, which is kind of more terrifying. Interesting. There's uh, a scene where, I mean, I, well, you said they mentioned it on one of your uh, fruity NPR shows, but like there's a scene <laughs> where he kills somebody and he's laying on the floor, and as the guy's dying, the guy that's dying reaches over and holds his hand. Mm hmm. Like and they kind of like quietly sing a song together. Yeah, like, passes. Yeah, yeah. It's very like it's I tough. See it. Imagine a movie if you if, imagine if Anton Chigurh was a good guy and oh. you're following him. Okay. The whole time because it, it, he's like he's super clever. Yeah. He's very. He's just and it's Joaquin Phoenix. It's Joaquin. Yeah. He's wonderful. He looked like he gained 150 pounds in like a day. He's just like I don't very. I, yeah, it's weird to see him. He looks like Fat Mac. It's like a that's like a heavy like yeah. a tough guy. He's wonderful. Huh? He's kind of a tough guy in the in the master in a weird way. So yeah, I could see that. Um, there's a scene that takes place underwater that I don't want to spoil at all, but it's most, the most beautifully lit scene I've ever seen Gorgeous. in a movie. Wow. Ever. Wow. Like, the cinematography in this movie is unbelievable. The movie's gorgeous. The whole it's, movie's it's, gorgeous. It's really just like a one-hander. Like you barely meet you meet like a there's a girl. I don't think I knew the name of I don't know if I know his I knew his name. His name's Joe. His name's Joe and her name was and, like, they have, like, flashbacks, like, quick flashbacks, but it never, like, really, like, expands into, like, this full, because he, he has these, like, like, he has flashbacks from the PTSD, because he was, he was a Marine, the person, and he was an FBI, FBI agent. the I person think. that directed this do anything else? Oh, uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Really? That's yeah. the same director? Yeah. I mean, that movie's it's okay. Fine. I mean, but it's not, it's nothing I would say is groundbreaking. This movie's beautiful. Walking Phoenix is... People Excellent compare to Taxi Driver a lot, but like Taxi Driver, people different compared message. to that. Yeah, like Travis Bickle's not. No, Travis Bickle's a not bad someone guy. to be right. right. Well, I think people take that movie the wrong. Way. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that people like look at Travis. I've I've read a lot of things where the Travis Travis Bickle's an antihero. It's like no, Travis Bickle's the villain. You don't under yeah. like he's broken. She, she directed a movie called Rat Catcher. It sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, I just. Swimmer, I've never heard of. Like, well, Travis Bickle's like the villain, but he's like the best. He's better than the other villains. I mean, but that's kind of the commentary, right? right. Like everyone's terrible. He's off. Like I would say that he's almost worse because he's he doesn't think that he's as bad as Harvey Keitel. Well, that's, well, that's the he's, yeah. He's he's a white. He's the ultimate white knight. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't say the cinematography is like Blade Runner twenty forty nine because it's not as like. Flashy. Yeah, I mean, there's not as much going on. This guy shot... He's got a weird list. He shot Attack the Block. That's a good movie. He shot The yeah, Last yeah. Witch Hunter? Oh, no. The Last Witch Hunter. That's the... Yeah, Diesel. Yeah. 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 I mean... You didn't no, see Attack the Block? Oh, you should no. watch that. That's with... Um, John Boyega. It's very good. This movie is gorgeous. I'll and it's it out. It's very tight. well directed. Yeah, it's... It's a movie that I think is going to kind of get lost in the ether, though. I think it's going to be like a... Um, What's the ref movie we both love that came out like two years ago? Oh, Neon Demon. Neon Demon. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be and gone. Yeah. I was worried it was. Gonna, speaking of ref, and I was worried it was gonna be like an Only God Forgives. Like, I wonder if there's gonna be like yeah. an all scumbag. I cast. still like that movie. That movie's a great. Okay. That's a good movie. I'll it's fight, just like I'll it's, fight anybody on that hill. That fine. movie rules. 
but it's fucking nothing but scumbags. Like, yeah, this yeah, isn't a movie you're marketing to. I don't movie. know who. You like plenty of movies that's all scumbags. Yeah, those are the fucking scumbags. Yeah, but they're like... Reservoir Dogs but are they're all scumbags. funny scumbags. There's yeah. like levity in it. There's levity and there's some sort of like... There's something redeeming about it. Hateful like Eight that. is all scumbags. But there's something redeeming about it. There's nothing redeeming in Only God Forgive. I don't know if there's anything redeeming about anybody in Hateful Eight. Well, what about Maddox or Monix or whatever? The racist? <laughs> yeah, he comes back around. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie, I would, if you can see it before it comes on Amazon. Well, the good news Amazon, is, I mean, it's a the soundtrack's of, very oppressive. Like, the f- it's, it goes from weird, like almost ink spots type songs wow. to like weird, just like noise. Like it's like lynchy stuff. Where yeah, it's just like heavy it like, industrial stuff. Yeah, yeah. The whole movie's confrontational. Like you are, like the music in the scene in a uh, fire walk with me. Yeah, in Canada, that like real like grimy. Or well, you haven't watched any of the season three yet. Have I watched you? like the first six episodes. You remember the beginning where you get introduced to the evil coop? Yeah, that like real like grindy yeah. kind of sound. Yeah, I feel like there's some atonal like weird. Yeah, shit. it's just odd noise. I'm excited like, to see it, and the fact that it's got a limited release and it's Amazon means it'll probably be on Prime pretty quick. Yeah. Which is it's gonna be I like I told Goggs I'm like this is probably gonna end up being my movie of the year unless wow. like unless something really comes out of left field. I mean I'm gonna buy it, but it's not a movie. It's not really. I want to buy it just to like. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Think yeah, so. yeah, I want to buy. It. Yeah, I want to send. I want to. I want to send Joaquin Phoenix five dollars at a good job. I mean, I generally like him. I can't think of like. What about was Tommy N. Tucker in U Turn? Oh yeah, I forgot oh about that. Or he was also he was also the porn the porn shop owner in Eight uh, Millimeter. Sends act to space. <laughs> but but he's good in like the master. He's good in uh, the master. Master, I love. What's uh, that movie? Gladiator. That fake documentary he's in about that himself. I didn't care for. But uh, I would, yeah, he's great in Gladiator. He's great. Uh, he's usually pretty good. I think I, I usually find him pretty entertaining. Well, he's in, kind of in, in going with our theme of liking broken old men. He is, yeah. once again, like a broken old man. Yeah. It's not so much a last ride... Red- well, it's sort of like a last ride redemption story. It's, it's fucking... The ending great. is fucking weird, like... Oh, the ending's fucking bizarre. It can't the last, be- like, 20 minutes of the movie are just fucked up. Like, the whole movie's fucked up, but, like, the last 20 minutes are, like, really... Was that the movie's heavy. Yeah. Maybe I'll go see that this weekend. Like, you walk out, and it's fucking heavy. Is that the Charles, right? Yeah. The Charles. Movie Pass. What were we saying about Movie Pass? They're gonna limit it to like four movies a month, which is still that's fine. You're still, still, I'm always in one a month. You're right still now, getting. So you're still basically getting even at one a month. You're yeah. still getting. It so wait, are they gonna retroactively limit it to four movies? That's a month? what I heard. But oh, that's kind of a breach of contract. Well, apparently this company's like hemorrhaging money. Well, it was a stupid idea. Well, it was probably this was probably their idea the entire time was to like, get a huge user base and then be like, okay, we're gonna change the thing. And then a cut like I'm sure that more people are going to stay on like us, yeah. and then there are going to people either drop off. But I'm sure the people that are stay on. Well, if you already bought for like, so I bought mine for a year. Oh well, then you're probably fine. Yeah, so I, think like, it's, oh, I think it's like if you're the month to month, month. Yeah, terms yeah, yeah. have changed. Okay, but I don't think I'd ever. I don't think I generally see more than four movies in the theater a month. I think anyway. seen once a month. I usually go like once a week. I usually right? go on the weekend, so once a week. So that would be about four, four a month. So yeah. All right, let's get into any, anything else we can talk about. Mm-mm. All right, let's get into what we watched. We watched uh, Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone. Which I... Uh, Brendan Frazier's Monkey Bone. I, I didn't know what to expect going into this. None I, of us had seen this, correct? No, no. and I am a big... Uh, I, I think his name is Henry Selleck, the guy that's... Tom Tom's Selleck. dad. <laughs> uh, I think that's his name. Brent's cousin. 
Um, nice. The guy that directed Nightmare Before Christmas, which is a movie the Gogs and I don't like, and TJ does, which yeah. is usually it's a weird split. I like normally, it. I'm usually getting ganged <laughs> up on this one. I like it a lot. I think. Ooh, that, where does Alex st- text Alex and find out what his Nightmare Before Christmas? You tell us to go are. fuck ourselves. Oh. And, yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. Uh, Henry Selick, but I—that's I, his name. Yeah. But I like his movies, and I—he usually does a lot of stop motion stuff. Of course, he does stop motion in this. Yeah. But I mean, like he did—he uh, did Caroline, which Coraline, Coraline that I really like, and he, and uh, James and the Giant Peach, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he—he's done a bunch of movies that if you asked anybody, they would tell you Tim Burton. Tim Burton made. directed exactly. Well, I—I I remember um, I, I brought up Anthony twice in this podcast. But, you know, we were big Tim Burton uh, fans back yeah. when we were younger. I think most people were. But, like, that was our little piece of trivia, because pre-internet, everybody was like, oh, you know, Tim Burton's night before Christmas. Oh, yeah, he didn't direct it. Who directed it? Oh, Henry Selleck directed it. You know what I mean? Why you guys go fuck each other? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I always thought it was a Tim Burton. Everybody did. Yeah. It's called that. The Nightmare... It's called Tim, Tim Burton's, Burton's The yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Speaking of Tim Burton, you should watch Frank and Lady the produced it. The feature... What's that? The free the feature length Frank and Weenie is actually really good. Oh, it's awesome! Yeah. The, the old live action. Yeah, yeah. well, it's uh, stop motion. Oh, you mean the newer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I've never seen that. What I, about the Frighteners? I like that's Peter Jackson. But what about that's a good movie. What about yeah, Peter funny. Benchley's The Deep? As long as we're just naming things, that's not a good movie. Not a good movie. Yeah, Robert Shaw's in both of those movies. He's in both Jaws also. That's true. <laughs> what, what about Robert Shaw? Shaw's in Jaws? <laughs> oh shit! It's called just Shaw's. Shaw's. <laughs> just Dude. be quick. Just <laughs> <laughs> ruining boats. <laughs> um, but anyway, we didn't. I, I, I'm a fan of the guy, but I've always heard like bad things about Monkey Boat. He has a 17 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Which again, if you've learned nothing else from movie the podcast, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Like, how many movies have we loved that it's like Rotten Tomatoes? Like, we should just call it Dogpile.com. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I, I was about to say is that the only thing I knew about this movie is that people hated it. It was yeah. a punchline for a bad movie, right? Which should be a red flag automatically. Is like. Unless it's Batman versus Superman, <laughs> like I don't know how do how do you want to start? Like Gogs, explain a little what this movie's about. So I wanted, so this movie immediately kind of caught my attention. So I stopped writing anopsis because I was enjoying it. Oh, pause. Alec responded to how Nightmare Before Christmas is. I'll read it. <laughs> uh, so Gogs, I guess asked what your thoughts on Nightmare Before Christmas. Alec said. It's fine. I like reminiscing about seeing it more than actually seeing it. I think it has been overhyped by a nostalgic generation. I actually right. agree with that. Yeah. Um, there have been way better claymation, he means stop motion, movies to come, out, <laughs> to come out since then. So I don't hold it in high regard. Coraline and Paranorman were both far superior. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the paranormal is, but I do Ooh, agree that like correct. It's good, but Nightmare Before Christmas is pretty damn amazing. Me, um, our Jack Skeleton. Yeah, he's cool. Get like your the, tattoo. Look at the fucking see. Do you're see? I'm I think on a hot topic and you, buy you a tea. See, this is the only reason you hate the movie so much. This is a much more thorough and nuanced response from Alec than the. Yeah, one I was actually. <laughs> yeah, I really thought to go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I do agree that it's overhyped by a nostalgic generation. I agree with that, but I think that it's a solid, solid movie. But oh, I'll, I'll have to give it another look. Nope. Fair. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, you were saying, what's this movie about? So this movie, it. So you're set in this hyper stylized world that's almost 
It's not hyper stylized. It's just the '90s. That's how shit looked. Was that how it looked back then? Because yeah. it kind of like just a garish. It had a Batman Forever slash Mystery Men kind of no, feel to how it. Shit looked back then. <laughs> just mad colorful. I don't remember that. Okay, here we go. So you met you. You're introduced to Brendan Fraser, who is a reluctant success in a pre-internet cartoon generation. Yeah, he's uh, he's an animator who's already got his cartoon, which is called Monkey Bone. Right. But he has it sold to the, I think they say the comedy network. Is the cartoon called Monkey Bone? Or is the comic strip called Monkey Bone and the cartoon something else? Because oh, is that right? I'm, I'm, I don't know. The cartoon that. was basically the prototypical Big Mouth. So Nick yeah. Kroll, you're welcome. Uh, that cartoon so he's great. like, kind of like, ah, I don't want to be famous, and so he's banging. Is that a Brandon Fraser? That's my, Brandon that's my sad undercut here. Brandon Fraser, cartoon is not a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a driver, not a dad. So, so, so then he's like, ah, I don't want to be a. Com- so you have Dave. Kids in the halls. Dave Foley is like, bro, you're a big success. Let's make all that mall on it. And then he's like, I don't want to make all that mall on it. I just want to bang my hot girlfriend and my Carmen Gideon. My doctor. Uh, <laughs> my sleepy bond. doctor. Yeah. My nightmare doctor. Orioles won six to nothing. Yeah, yeah it's been a weird evening. <laughs> so so he gets in his car. Now we're going to watch Monkey Bone every day for the rest of the season. I, I'd do it. So he goes, he goes, gets in his car to presumably go propose and then smirch his wife to be. And uh, he ends up inflating a giant monkey bone. Which cause so somehow he gets to a car accident while deployed while a giant airplane is already weird deployed. Place to draw your line in the sand, but going yeah. But how the rest of this movie is? <laughs> this is the part that you're like, wait but a minute. That's what gets you there. But anyway, so now he's so now he's in a coma. And well, the coma and pause real in quick. In the trailer, he's killed by a telephone pole. Yeah, yeah. So a we, steam pipe comes undone in the trailer. Yeah. So we watch the trailer. First of all, the trailer is awful. And but the I I know this happens. But it's got to come out and play by the officer. I know this happens in a lot of movies, but like stuff that's in the trailer isn't in isn't in the movie. Just like the whole trailer. The whole trailer is like not in the movie. It's, it's crazy. Wild. Anyway, sorry. So now so now Brendan Fraser is sent to this sort of nightmarish carnival island on a fucking via rickety it's like roller, a roller coaster. coaster. Yeah, and he's got like everything's just like super literal. So his all of his emotional baggage shows up with him. And he's in like he's getting drip fed coma juice with all these, but it's a shared. We we yeah, said it's, it was, a, it's, it's a, a shared coma teeny. I think yeah. is what he called it. Yeah, but he's in a shared coma verse. Yeah, but with, yeah, but where everyone lives off of kind of the most weird, terrible, nightmarish sort of. It's like they feed off emotions. I thought it's the way I took it. Right. But like there, there's this whole you can't gloss over the fact that like I don't they, know if they feed off emotions. I think they're entertained by the is that nightmares. What it is? I think well, they're entertained by the nightmares, but I think the whole thing is just I think the whole thing is popular with people's ima- figments of people's imaginations. Yeah, well, and also their imagine. I think it's their imaginations entirely because I think like it's a communal dream. Yeah. It's a shared dream space in your fucking silly movie. Well, you're waiting for either death or a chance to come back to life, which is really interesting. It's like this weird purgatory kind of place. But you you can't gloss over the fact that the inhabitants of this place are like the weirdest, most nightmarish collection of things. Like there's... There's like a, a, a cyclops head with little arms. There's like it's not a full body. It's just there's a triple devil. There's a triple devil. <laughs> there's like a bug that has a human's face. There's, there's a pig serving barbecue. There's a minotaur that works the bar. Dude, it's insane. No, in the minotaur, when you say it's a minotaur, 
serving the bar, people will have that in their head Minotaur. like a, like a, like a minotaur, like, a like a, this like is a, like a like this is like a weird like impressionist a, painting, yeah, like a Pablo, yeah. like you know that, that I don't I can't remember the name of it. It's like a Spanish name with the works of Pablo Neruda. But you know the everybody knows that that Picasso that's. Uh, nope. It's like black and white, and it's, it's got the layers. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. I can't remember the name of it. But crazy stash. It's not. That's yakety sex. <laughs> you don't. You don't actually think that the stairs is Pablo oh, Picasso, that's, right? No, I know that's Da Vinci. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer's crazy stairs. It's actually MC Ride. It's, Dude, it's the guy from Death Note. You should Death paint. Note. Fucking crazy stairs, but they just have MC Hammer's shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can, I can duplicate MC Escher. Sure, no well, problem. Just paint the hammers on top of the painting. Just buy, in the public domain just by buy now. Escher. Why don't I just Photoshop it in? Domain, just as good. Just get some stickers. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, continue, sir. So now he's in this weird nightmare world, dream world, whatever. But it's fucking freaky as shit. It is. To say, like, I can't even describe how fucking Like, weird if it is. you watch this with the sound off, you would be mortified. Like, they, they have a TV show at the bar that's just people dying and falling through the sky and getting their dicks cut off and all those sorts of fucking it's shit. It's so fucking... And everyone's <laughs> drinking drinks and bumper cars, and you got Rose McGowan dressed up like a sexy Egyptian cat right, serving drinks. Yeah. I, like, through the roof, her look in this movie for me. Um, I, yeah, this is... TJ's a fur fag. I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. like, Rose McGowan. Wood smear. Oh, yeah, careful <laughs> on that limb. It's a good break. <laughs> Somebody already beat us to the idea. Uh, can we bring out the Langa camps? We haven't given out a Langa camp. Oh, my God, camp, God we haven't given out a Langa camp in a while. What, yeah. what does Rose McGowan get in this movie? Oh, Kitty Cat Rose McGowan's a four Langa camp, no doubt. Four. She's a full Momoa. Yeah, she's... A full Momoa, yeah, Rock's a six. She's, oof, oh, yeah. my God. So, anyway, he's sitting here... And he they realized the entire bar is being entertained by John Turturro voiced Monkey Bone by his super ego, right? Yeah, by his yeah, his figment about it. Right? It's, his, like, yeah, it's yeah. not his super ego; it'd be his his regular ego. Whatever the figment of imagination that entertains everybody that turns its own ears into tits, and then which is hilarious, by the way. So then there's a lot of butt humor in this movie, yeah. which I really appreciate. So then you are uh, so months have passed. And his sister, Megan Mullally... <laughs> oh, like, I forgot all about her sister. Like, wants She's to great, get him yeah. killed. She's trying to pull the plug they on him They have some weird pact where it's like, no life support. <laughs> so she walks in, yeah, and it's like, oh, can you give me a date when he's going to be on this couple? So much is it? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so he's... So, so hold on, we, we, we have to... So when they were children, Megan Mullally and, and, and Brendan Fraser, they made a pact that they... It's implied that their father was on life support yeah. for a long and time before he died. Yeah, which is played for jokes. <laughs> and Brian was full for gold. So when okay, they were children, the id. The id. Yeah. So when they were children, they decided that if they one of them got a life support, they would just pull the plug. Like this is a pact you understand that they made when they're like seven. This movie has that's the, legally binding. The weirdest, like I mean, it's it is the strangest cartoon is the best way yeah. to describe it. Like logic is out the window. Like oh, it gets worse. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. So now I keep interrupting. Yeah. See, you should have wrote a proper synopsis. I never interrupt. That's fine. No, it's, this movie has a lot to unpack. I do love the part though, jumping ahead though, where she just pokes her head in the hospital window while she's smoking. Like it's been three months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah so there's a huge time <laughs> jump, right? Yeah. And supposedly rules have been established, but he gets invo- he gets invited to uh, El Pollo Hermano's Gus's house to yeah. watch nightmares because that guy is. Not he's Phobos. He's he's, um, he's Morpheus, basically, but they call him something else in the movie. Uh, he's he's the king of Lord nightmare. of Nightmares, yeah. whatever that might be. What is his name in this? I forget. They, um, 
But Ni- even him, he's like the freakiest thing. So he's this little like Lycos. he's like a sort of, he's like a little devil man with little well, tiny like, feet. Yeah, he's like a pan the goat god. Yeah, he's got like a human torso with like yeah, but not proportionate, no. just like an actual goat's legs. No, and it's freak. Like when you first see him, it's weird enough when he's because he's like it sitting looked, on he a looks couch. Something in freaks like the old movie. Yeah, yeah. One, one of us. us. One of us. So he goes. So this guy Cyclos or whatever his name is. Look, invites people over for viewing parties and is it Cyclops? I think, I think it is it might Cyclops. Be he, oh wow, I just fucking threw There's a Cyclo. There. He, uh, crap. <laughs> Your neighborhood bartender. <laughs> so, he, uh, he invites everybody for his orb viewing party where he can watch other people's nightmares and then Brandon Fraser gets free decks to watch his, his sleep doctor wife's to be's nightmare which involves him getting the plug pulled. So now it's like, like three months later and he decides that oh, if I can, he gets if he breaks into the land of the dead, which is run by Whoopsie Goldberg, he can get an exit pass, which will actually launch you out of the comatose state. So you're two child, you either you either get out of your coma, and you go back to the land of the living through Abe Lincoln's mouth, and that's the truth, <laughs> or you go down to Whoopsie Goldberg's death realm, where you get turned into a Silent Hill esque sort of sheep monster. <laughs> okay, so the, well, they're not sheep monsters, they're Grim Reapers. They're le- they're but they're identified as yeah. Reapers. Yeah. But the funny thing is, that their names are like Steve Scott, 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 Scott yeah. and they're kind of like and they're mute. So they're just well, like they, no, the like one talks. No, they all talk. Oh, okay. remember the one talks yeah. the old man. He's like. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's a great scene because he the, the the Grim Reaper shows up in the bar and everybody's freaking out and he goes up to this old man. And he's like, oh, you Hypnos, the god of Hypnos. He's like, you're coming with me. Oh, I bet that's why everything was black and white. It's supposed to be like the ah. wheel. So the Grim Reaper's like, you're coming with me. And the old man's like, what? Then he's <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, like, yeah. like, it's hilarious. Like, they're but, so, yeah, they're driving, and the monkey snatches. He's about to club him with a pipe, and Brendan Fraser snatches his fucking yeah, Silent Hill nightmare suit off. His little ghost is like, oh, <laughs> He's like, well, that seems like it would be important to know. <laughs> so now you've got... So they break into the death realm to steal an exit pass, because apparently death holds those. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Cyclos or Hypnos or yeah, Rabos decides that... He's Rygar. Like, he's like, you need to steal this. So anyway, he steals it, caper, you know, caper complete, and then monkey bone... And we're like, is the movie over? Yeah, it, it felt this like... This half an hour in. This movie kind of ends three times, yeah. but I still love it. So half an hour in, uh, Monkey Bone betrays Brendan Fraser, smashes him on the head with a fucking pipe wrench, and then he gets ejected out of the fucking through Lincoln's mouth. Right, and it's oh yeah, Lincoln's mouth. <laughs> and now, like the second they're <laughs> the second they're pause, pause, pause real quick. When you get when you get sent home, when you get an exit pass out of the coma verse, a floating holographic head of Abraham Lincoln shows up. And the you great get, emancipator. You get shot through a like a, a catapult through his mouth. No, it's it's a carnival test your strength game, which uh, you're <laughs> required to wear a like nineteen sixty space helmet, <laughs> even if you're a cartoon. Yeah, and the helmet changes size. <laughs> right. You notice that? Yeah. So you launch through the mouth of Lincoln, and now now Monkey Bone has been ejected. So a figment of Brandon Fraser's imagination has left the coma verse and is now embodying his body. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now. So, Monkey Man Brendan Fraser decides to go on a big old hump mission and kind of fuck everything up. But then you realize that he made a deal. So, regular Brendan Fraser's soul 
Like yes. The consciousness. Consciousness yeah. is locked up in prison with all these other nightmare souls because Hypnos needs nightmare makers to stick around. So it's like Edgar Allan Poe. Stephen King. Stephen King. Um, Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden. Attila the Hun. Yeah. So well, it's like a it's a it's a fucking well, and the feet, Bill and Ted's the feeding time thing. Yeah, is so horrendous. Oh, that felt like something right out of fucking Brazil. It yeah. was fucking odd. So like, there's this weird like rat cop guard thing that yells feeding time, and there's this candy and shit pours down into the cell, and all these like orphan children are like. Picking apart the candy. Children's all that's it's done. all the writers. They're eating oh, all the, the scraps from the theater that they're powering upstairs. I didn't miss that. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's the dream theater. Mm. So now... Okay. So now... Brandon Fraser's stuck in that world and his monkey consciousness is now running amok in the real world selling out hardcore <laughs> with Dave Foley. Yeah, that is what he does. And confusing the shit out of Bridget Fonda. Who is the most loyal? Who is confused? Stacked, but not confused enough. enough. Yeah, she doesn't. Really but she probably writes it all off as coma brain damage. Yeah, but she never. Well, she's re- been making nightmare juice at her laboratory. Oh wait, I forgot. <laughs> to get him back to yeah. the real world, and she thinks she took credit for this, is that his brain waves because he's in a nightmare because she's a sleep doctor. Well, they, they, yeah, they very quickly. There's like a few drop lines where he was involved in like a sleep study yeah. from her, with her. Oh, there's also a weird drop line because he's making all these like horrific Goya-esque paintings and well, she made him switch hands. Yeah, yeah. 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 Know, like, she was like the Funny therapist. Oh, one of the paintings in this movie is so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, it's like this black and white painting with this like doctor... Sur- like like performing surgery on this kind of like mandrake yeah, root. It looks awesome. Which and then they, and then they yeah. animate it in real life. It looks fucking great. Terrifying. Oh, so, I love it. So she so she's an, she's analyzed that his brainwaves match his nightmare state. She's like, oh, I know I'll get him out of this nightmare. I'll give him more nightmare juice. <laughs> so she jams him with nightmare juice, and that's at the same time Monkey Bone ejects through Abe Lincoln's mouth, and I now. Lincoln. He's back, and so she probably writes. I think she even said to one of her friends, she writes it off as the nightmare juice may have broke him, and that's why he's kind of wacky, wacky yeah. shack watching yeah. monkeys fuck and not knowing how to bang her properly. But he does have a dick, and he's proud of that. Yeah. So now, well, at one point, he wants to whack off watching monkeys do it on TV, which was hysterical. Yeah. So now, so now he's got, so he's in cahoots with El Pollo's Hermanos to to. Do a Dr. Crane esque. Uh, Dr. Jonathan Crane, not Fraser Crane. Not Fraser Crane. <laughs> uh, Niles. So uh, he wants to spread out, he wants to spread Nightmare Funk around using a toy that shoots effluent out of his toy monkey's butthole? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he fills a giant. Pinata of his own his own head pinata with these monkey toys for a room full of adults. Well, it's kind of funny. Like this shows the like the insane logic of this movie. So like it's funny because the real world becomes more insane than the dream yeah. world. So like so he meets up with these toy manufacturers that can make that make this like farting monkey bone. Like monkey bone is this toy that's got his thumb up his ass. When you pull his thumb up his ass, this like spray fart comes out of his butt. <laughs> and they congratulate each other. Great job. Which is hilarious. But so he asked them if they could fill it with this new, this other gunk that he's made, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, we can do that." And then, but then he does it. Yeah, and then it cuts to him in his garage stuffing all these toys himself. And Gogs is like, "Why wouldn't the company do that? It's <laughs> gonna sell them out of fucking laundry baskets." So yeah. now, 
So he's gotta he's gotta live up to his end of the bargain, which is create more nightmares to fuel programming to fill in time slots yeah. in nightmare vision back home. Yeah. So Brendan Fraser gets talks uh, sexy ass Rose McGowan into helping him break out of nightmare no, she prison. Just- Helps him because she likes him. He doesn't really talk her in anything. That's a good point. That is true. Uh, but then she <laughs> murders a rat person so he can get free. She eats his throat. Yeah. No, they cut. No. Oh, no. The funniest part of this scene is she's like, take this. You'll need it with you. And she hands him a bottle of milk and two cans of sardines. It's like, oh, this shit a cat would eat. You'll need this for your journey. But yeah, apparently he when he ca- when, I'm sorry. I can't. We can't. I don't think we'd go past this. When she. When God says she, she kills the cat guard. It, mouse guard. It cuts or mouse guard. It shows her biting through his throat, and his her face is all bloody. Right, and her her eyes go like full cat yeah, eye, like when you shine a flashlight. Fucking at the cat. insane! It's just like what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I get the dynamic. Yeah. It's a mouse and a cat, but like sweet good, baby Jesus, does it need like the blood and everything. Gruesome. <laughs> so now, okay. So now he has now made it back to. Death's office, which is Whoopsie Goldberg and Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, and he's he getting, loves his girl for yeah, and he's getting tortured and mocked. And he's like, I just want to go back to the real world to tell my girlfriend I loved her. And Whoopi Goldberg's like, fine, I'll kick your ass and just into well, he had, a, he had a time he had a time limit, didn't he? And he's like, just give me an hour. Yeah. So now he's back in the real world, but the only place they could put him, I guess almost like that uh what's that? Altered carbon, like it's whatever was available oh, at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah they sleeved them. Yeah, they yeah. sleeved them into Chris Kattan, who is an Olympic athlete who is dead, who is actively having his organs removed by Bob Odenkirk. This Bob, I want to watch this Bob Odenkirk movie about these, like about this organ harvesting uh, crew of doctors that has, like, apparently corpses reanimate and run away all the time because they don't. They they're not affected by it all. They're just very concerned about getting their organs. So Chris Chris uh, Chris Kattan fucking pops up, neck broken, all like, his what's guts are his neck is like you broke it, you idiot. Yeah, and Chris Kattan does an amazing job, like physical like comedy. His neck is like, broke the whole time because every time he's walking around, it's just like it's slumped to the it's, side. It's amazing, but he's like running. So now he's running around. The doctors are trying. The doctors don't really question. They're just like, no. give us back our organs. And they're chasing him for the remainder of the film. <laughs> he's running home. He, at one point, he supports his neck by, duck, by masking tape, masking taping his head to a T-square. He jams yeah. on the back of his shirt. And he's got to get, he's got to stop this monkey bone nightmare juice MacGuffin. So he breaks into the Museum of Natural History. <laughs> And proposes to Bridget Fonda, convinces, confronts Monkey Bone. They escape by riding a giant inflatable Monkey Bone throughout the city. When uh, a trigger happy police officer, circa 2017, <laughs> shoots that giant balloon in the well, to a be fair, hole. The balloon was wearing a hooded sweatshirt. Yeah, his carrying skills. So the. Uh, they both fall to earth, and now dead. Oh, and the whole time, dead Chris Kattan is just shedding organs all over the park. There's a middle of a fucking uh, football game in the park, and And he catches catches the the liver or whatever. There's a part where his like kidneys fall out, and it It lands on a grill. It lands on a grill. And the guy grilling the hamburger gives the the, the kidney to his son, and the son goes, "Ooh!" Like he's excited. It's like, "Ooh, yummy." Bob Odenkirk and his crew of like of 
I don't know, uh, it turns into Teristas must die, yeah, organ harvesters are fucking <laughs> snatching everything out of everyone's hands, and a liver gets run over by a fucking lawnmower. So now, they're both plummeting the earth, and now they're both, one guy is dead dead, and one guy is now in a coma again, so both Monkey Bone and Brendan Fraser fly back to the land of, to, to downtown Nightmare World. Oh yeah, that's, the, the coma verse is called Downtown. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so then, uh, Whoopi Goldberg shows up in a fucking Death Jaeger and smashes <laughs> goddamn Monkey Bone and Brendan Fraser back into one person. Because he's too boring. Then power flicks him back into consciousness. Yes. But since his dog recognizes him and he shaved his fucking soul patch. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he gets reanimated and the, the guy the, the guy in the corner truck yeah. is shaving his head with an electric razor for reasons. And when Brendan Fraser wakes up and he's still got the, the douchebaggy monkey bone fish, he's like, let me see that razor. <laughs> So I would then, like to see the movie where it just like rips off. I do love it because they're like, hey, that's our corpse. He's like, go ahead and take it. Yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't give a fuck. No, <laughs> so now, so now everything's good and the movie ends. That's it. That's and it. Then, oh, just and then, ends. But Dave, so Dave Foley, in, at some point in the third act, catches a face full of shiny and chrome nightmare fluid. Yeah. And is convinced that clothes are the enemy, so he takes off all of his clothes and runs through this place naked. Yeah. So the movie ends with Dave Foley pleading to the audience that clothes are evil to remove all your clothes. Did we discuss where the dog has the nightmare about the cat's going to cut his dick no, off? No, past that. <laughs> yeah, a fucking beagle, basset yeah, hound, a basset catches hound. a face full of that gas. And then a bunch of farmer cats with shotguns <laughs> in and overalls, like, yeah, are fucking gonna shear his dick off with giant scissors. And they're not subtle about it. No, no, no. It's the movie ends. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it just kind of ends. It's insane. Yeah. Movie's bananas. So you know, I think if nothing else, the 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 foundation of a great movie is to be confusing. Right. This is one of the most confusing things I've ever seen. I don't know. It's not that. We always talk about maybe not confusing. We always talk about movies where it's like it's like kind of weird, but they flatten it out. It's like just stare into it. Well, they like over stare into it. (laughs) It's it is one of the most like I can't believe more people like aggressively weird major motion picture I've ever seen because this was that's why it failed a wild release. Yeah, and this was what you say it's called seventy eight million. Yeah, made four. I can't imagine somebody green. Well, it's funny because we were sitting there and like ten minutes in, I'm like this movie looks fucking expensive. Yeah, with all the stop motion shit and the props, like most of that stuff. Yeah, in could you downtown. imagine this fucking script? Yeah, like, what like, the fuck is this? And how the hell they're, they're like, yeah, seventy-eight million, sure, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> like what? How? Well, maybe because like James and the Giant Peach made a bunch of money and Nightmare guess, Before Christmas. Like, made how a bunch do you of market this movie? You don't. You saw the trailer. Yeah, this was two. That when did this come out in this guy's career? I'm not sure. Like, I mean, this is a movie like, like an, this is like an independent movie. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who this is for. I right. mean, I loved it. Yeah, it's, not to, not to bury the lead. It's hyper bizarre, <laughs> and it's like sexual and terrifying, and not for kids. But like, still, you, no, no, no. You couldn't give this to kids. But the trailer was like, oh, I'll take my. Yeah, the trailer made it look like maybe it. the trailers made it like ninety schlock. Yeah, but everything looked like 90s schlock yeah. in the 90s. Good call. But uh, I, this movie is, is such an oddity. And honestly, uh, 
as far as like you know I always hear about these movies like oh the most surreal movies you'll ever see like and it's always The Fall and Jodorowsky's yeah. movies how is this not mentioned this movie is surreal as shit I don't shit. think anybody's seen this movie I think this is another one we talk about where people just say they hate the movie and never watched it I would agree with that like me and Eddie Redmayne but that being said this movie <laughs> the movie Eddie Redmayne this movie it's Bonkers. It's, it's bonkers and it's super weird, but you follow the whole thing. The yeah. production design of this movie is amazing. Like you're not, like, you're not incredible. sitting there with like, no, it's not. wait, what happened? Like you get it. Like it, I it's guess, very succinct I in its me drive. Saying, me saying it's confusing is more from a production and yeah. like standpoint, the, yeah, the, like how the, to get made. Yeah. 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 No, like, like, like we the, should make a show called that. The plot. <laughs> like, the plot. You yeah, get I it. have to pretend like Spider-Man 3 is the worst movie I've ever seen. <sighs> I know, those assholes. Mm. It's not. Not the worst movie ever made. Not even close. It's not even top it's ten. It's not even the conversation. No. Wow. We, you've watched worse here. Yeah. Way worse. I know. I would this be- has been an interesting month. Yeah. <laughs> Shocked. Nothing but, nothing but hits. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... What else do we have to say? The movie's fucking bananas. I think we should just go into five minutes. Yeah, because I don't think... Fucking John Chimpo's monkey bone. John Chimpo... Did you... So, what was the order of Henry Selleck movies? So, it's Nightmare Before Christmas was uh, 93. James and the the Giant Peach was 96. What was 96? Monkey Bone was 2001. So, it was right after James and the Giant. And Coraline was 2009. I don't know. And Moon Girl's a short. Don't know that. He's got... Two things got Wendell and Wild in pre-production. Yeah, I mean the guy still works. This is a totally off subject. When I was listening to Keep It Two Thousand, that wrestling podcast, good show. and he meant to say Knobs uh, comes back with a series of kendo stick shots. When he said it was Knobs comes back with a series of kendo shits, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. A lot of times at work, like the plumbers will write, they're trying to write shut off out, yeah. and they'll write shit off out, and it always makes me laugh. As we call you colon kendo <laughs> shits. <laughs> All right, five knuckle shovel time. <laughs> Alec would have thought of this movie. I think he would have liked it. Yeah, I think he would have liked yeah. it too. Or he would have hated it. No, I think he would have liked it. It's the Bronson paradox. Like it, it's not pretentious and how, how he hates Bronson. Well, I, I can see where you think Bronson's pretentious. This movie is not, despite it being like oh, it's like, not pretentious, at all. aggressively bizarre. I mean, because it's real stupid. Yeah, it can't, it can't be pretentious. That's why I thought maybe that's why I thought it was like a Joe Dante movie at first, because like it seems like something he would make. Yeah, it is one Offspring song away from probably tanking. It's a little. Artsy for a joke, because yeah. like I don't know, all that design is just something else. Uh, but anyway, uh, guys, oh, that's nine for me, dog. Wow, this movie is fucking great! Like it's like really good. I didn't. When I heard we were watching this day, I was like, oh good, I'll get drunk and watch a shitty Chris Kattan film. And I'm gonna say, I don't know if I've ever seen Chris Kattan better in no. anything else. No, I, I can. Like he's I legitimately. Can. Good at this. Firmly say I've never seen him good at anything else. And I think I'm, I, you know, I think I've always had a soft spot mark for Brendan Fraser, so good to go. And yeah, he's really going he's for really it. Really yeah. good in this. Like he's just insane, and it works so well. This movie's so fucking wacky. Like it's wacky. You ever seen that video? Or I forget the guy's name. He's like. I get two five one brownies in me, and I get a little wacky. I get a little kooky. I'll blow your asshole apart. <laughs> but I mean, like, so, you know, is it is it Brazil? Is it Fear and Loathing? 
No, but it's fucking weird. I mean, it's in the conversation. It's definitely in the conversation. It's surreal as shit. It's like a... It's like... A fucked up kids version of those movies. Yeah. Because, like, this isn't for normal kids, but, like, weird fucked up kids. Yeah. yeah. How does, does this have, like, a weird cult following that I don't know about? Because I feel like it. I feel like if Nightmare Before Christmas has warranted that level of schmutz, then people. Yeah, but that is Nightmare Before Show Your Kids. Nightmare Before Christmas is very accessible. Yeah. This is not. Well, but I mean, you think there'd be a fucking group of undergrounders that'd be like, man, I'm all about I am surprised that after watching this, I'm surprised more people don't talk about this movie. Someone's gonna be watching Yeah, like, them. this should be a Screen Factory Blu-ray. There's gotta be a monkey bone tattoo or a few out there. Yeah. But uh, it's a nine. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I might, I might buy it on Blu-ray. Is it, is it even Blu-ray. out on Blu-ray? Bet you it's not. But anyway, I really, really liked it. So I think... I think my average score for this month was nine. Yeah. Uh, Sean. Like a twelve? I don't know. Yeah. Like it's so fucking like. I guess it's a ten. Like I don't know. Wow! Wow! Like, like this, you're not gonna. This is most movies you watch down here. You forget about everything instantly. You're gonna remember. Yeah, like ninety-eight yen. Oof. Hundred and sixty-three dollars. Yeah, no. Like, just buy the Amazon. Version, um, yeah, yeah, nine bucks, but yeah, this is like, like again, some of the best production design I've ever seen. This is another one of those movies like nobody talks about. Yeah, and like so much except of that, for other than what a tremendous flop it was. Some of the, or so much of that production design too is uh, practical. Yeah, like their sets, which is nuts to think or about. It switches between computer, like and that's the nice thing about the computer graphics. Like everything's so bizarre looking that the computer shit that isn't it. Isn't distracting yeah, like, like the way like a blade two. We is. couldn't figure out that like bullhead guy. I think some shots were CGI and some were actually like a weird plastic bullhead that yeah. they made. Like it looked amazing. He's the bull god. Yeah, and he is free. Yeah, I don't even know how to talk about this movie. Like this is just like a, this is a hard recommend if you if you're weird. Like yeah, no, I agree. Uh, who's left? Alec. Yeah. Uh, no, me. Uh, it's a ten for me, dog. This is. Uh, you know, I was thinking about it as I was watching it. It was like, this is so unique. Yeah. This is like completely its own movie. Like, and guys, you made a joke in the middle of a movie. Like, we need to get the money together and remake this. Like, you don't need to remake this. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, this is all it could ever be. Yeah, like, this should be getting midnight screenings and shit. Absolutely. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's And it's like, it does something that like a lot of movies have tried where people have tried to make a live action cartoon. Like Cool World. Exactly, like Cool World. And this does it. This yeah. makes a live action cartoon. And it works in like the weirdest way. Like and a I, like a liquid television. Yeah, or yeah. like a like almost like pre-adult swim, adult yeah. swim kind of thing. Like it's it's very very strange and like all of the designs amazing. Like I love everything about downtown. Yeah. And all of the creatures that they made and all like like there, you know what's criminal? There needs to be an art book for this. Yeah, there should. God, I'd love to see all the production like artwork and all. You know that's got to be incredible. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And Rose McGowan. Yeah. Model. Model. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, yeah, I've never seen anything like this movie. No, and I don't think you ever yeah. will. Yeah, it's like I said, it's no, like, it's, it's making a dime. And it's made, Brazil, and, but you know, for kids. Well, you know, I wanted to, like to go back to another surrealist filmmaker that I love is Yodorowsky, who I, yeah. I, I do love, and but I mean, I'll be the first one to admit, like you know, El Topo and Holy Mountain are not easy movies to no. watch. 
And I think that part of the reason why, especially Holy Mountain, because Holy Mountain is so high all concept. All the frogs get squished. I hate that part. Yeah. But no, that movie is so high concept, but they had like no budget. Yeah. This is like that, in that vein, if you had a budget. Like yeah. I've always wondered, what would he do? What would Yordorowski do with $100 million? Yeah. And I think this is kind of along those lines. Yeah. Like this is a very like weird high concept movie yeah, that has a budget like, behind there's it. There's like Black Lodge scenes in this movie too. Like it's yeah. so bizarre. Like, yeah, and it mixes. But like, it doesn't insist upon itself. Like, like it doesn't feel like it's just weird for the sake of being weird, no. even though it certainly is. Well, it, and like I guess the, the we all said it while we were watching it, but the immediate comparison is Beetlejuice. Yeah, but it's definitely not like a Beetlejuice no. knockoff at all, or even like a. A Grim Fandango knockoff, yeah, it, it or does a, have a lot Psycho of like Psychonauts type. I mean, this is this predates Psychonauts. It predates right? Psychonauts. Yeah. And it doesn't pre. I think Grim, Grim Fandango yeah. is older than this, but um, it's really, really good. It's a shame that uh, I, you know, much like a, like series seven. I hope this right. is maybe a, a couple of people now watch this because I'm glad I watched it. I'm yeah. I mean, I saw the two pack. I was about to watch uh, Bedtime for Bonzo tonight. And <laughs> glad I didn't do that. Uh, anyway, all right. So next month is Infinity War. Yeah. And since I, since we changed the order of things, I think that means that Alec gets the first pick. You get the first yeah, pick. He gets skipped because he's too important to show up. Ah, skip. Very nice. Do you know yeah. what you're gonna pick, y'all? Oh, you already said yeah. fucking Wolverine Origin. <laughs> I think I'm feeling sick. I might not be on the show <laughs> next week. Not a fan. Dude, I should see if I can dig up my old <laughs> the work print leg. <laughs> we watch it when the effects weren't finished. It's like, oh well, they'll fix it. <laughs> It was like Roger Rabbit claws in the mirror. Oh, that was like I. I could be. Well, wrong. We did get to find out where he got his jacket. So. Oh my god. Oh. Anyway. All right. So Wolverine Origins. Yeah. yeah. X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Gross. Next week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gross. And that'll start Infinity War. Yeah. And uh, maybe by next week we'll all have seen Infinity War. Doubtful. It won't be as good. You're not going to see it this week? I mean, I'm going to try, but... I probably won't get to see it until later. Oh, y'all suck. Um, I do suck. You're going to see it tomorrow morning, correct? Next month is not going to be nearly as enjoyable as this month. No, I can already tell you that because I've seen all the movies that we're going to watch. So, how how do you guys feel about me pulling out the... uh, Either the original Captain America or the, the... the original the being TV like the movie. Reb, like the not the thirties Matt version. Salinger one, the, uh, yeah, the one where the Red Skull's Italian. Yes, I mean I've never seen it. I'd be it's, interested. Oh, you've never seen yeah. it? I used to rent it when I was a little kid because oh, yeah. I love comic books and I'm like oh Captain America, and I knew it was terrible, but I still I just I still watched. Was it. Somebody gonna pick like one of those like Indian Spider Man movies? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about the one where have you ever seen the like, clips where it's like super it's Indian Superman and Indian Spider-Man but they're like dancing yeah, and they both have mustaches yeah it's so funny alright everybody guys you have any closing words no Blue Bo- I, I think we're probably gonna watch Mole Hole Bed yeah Mole Hole Bed what are we gonna watch Luba Boys Broken Old Men um nice. I think I think I might have to. I think the there was a suggestion that I pick Amazing Spider-Man two because I haven't seen it. Oh my god, god. this is gonna be a brutal. Month. I don't. I don't. I'm not discouraging your pick, but yeah, that movie sucks. So wait, Rhino's a mech suit? You yeah. should. You know what? I, yeah, pick that because you still think that Amazing or you think that Spider-Man three is the worst Spider-Man movie, and you are about to be god smacked. Like it, it's hate. Hey, it's Spider-Man. Be, oh, it's ah, got, 
Dave DeHaan. Tells you he's Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen either one of the Amazing Spider-Man? No. Oh, the first one's okay. I don't believe in that yeah. guy. That's fine. No. I don't believe in that Winkle Voss dickhead. Winkle no. Voss. Arm, arm me hammer. Oh, wait, no. That guy's name is Armand Hammer. Like, that's, that's fucking close. stupid, right? I thought his name was Army Hammer. No, his Armie full Hammer. name is Armand. Like Armand? Oh. Armand Hammer. You <laughs> watch him in that movie that everybody loved about the boys. <laughs> well, who's the, wait, what's the, who's the guy on Social Network? In, in that's that him. That's him. No, you're thinking of Andrew Garfield. They're not the same guy. But Andrew Garfield's in the Social Network, I've never Network, seen the Social Network. Right? Yeah. Is he in the... No, who's he in the Social Network? I thought he was also in the Social Network. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Zombie, Zombieland? Yeah, dude, that's uh, holy shit! God dude. damn, man, that's he's not even a stroke. Jesse Eisenberg, you thought Andrew Garfield was a lead in the Social Network? No, I just thought he was in the Social Network. It might like, be, I don't remember. He is in the Social Network. Okay, okay. I'm right. He plays the network. <laughs> he plays the computer. <laughs> plays the social. I just remember Justin Timberlake and Army Hammer. That asshole looks like a dork. <laughs> Put it on the post. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see All you right. next week. Yeah, mobile bed. <laughs> In the afterlife, you could be headed for the serious drive. Now you make the scene all day. But tomorrow they'll be held to pay. People listen attentively. I mean about future calamity. I used to think the idea was obsolete until I heard the old man dampen his feet. Teeth are extruded and put a crown and baked into cakes which are passed around.